boy the captain here checking in with my two associates i've got jtx psycho from last episode so. yo 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 what's going on we got a special guest here dub c, dub c in the house hi mr dub c a family friend and uh well veteran in these streets but um why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself mr dub c or at least what you want to share today. What you want to talk about, man? Because we pretty much make anything about a podcast. Let's, let's start us off there. Man, um... What's what's peaking your mind? I mean, that, yeah, that shit we was talking about earlier. You know, like, social justice warriors. A lot of people being sensitive and stuff. And uh, I think that's corny. Like, that whole bullying thing. Like, just a whole lot of that going on. Like, you know, I think I think that's very corny. Uh, when I was younger, we didn't really have that bullying thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's either... You know, you just keep getting your ass beat or, you you know, you step up and, you know, stand up for yourself. And I think that builds a lot of character. And <clears throat> I think family's doing less and less of that. And, you know, that's weak. Um, I don't really know you want to add on to that, but like. I think I think we had a pretty good <clears throat> convo for those of us that weren't there, which was the majority of the guys. I just set a little bit of a precedent. We were kind of talking about a little bit about the social um, pretty much the, the, the concept of what being a man is, you know, as far as uh, growing up and having a specific kind of role in regards to being the tough guy and so on and so forth. And, the you know, a lot how people handle themselves in certain situations. And, you know, I don't know if you want to add on to that a little bit, uh, Sai, because uh, we definitely have come across that bridge before. But basically what, um, what, what, what he was talking about was just how the concept of, you know, chivalry and, and manhood is just becoming more and more redefined, and a lot of men in today's society are, are, are becoming sensitive, essentially. No one knows what, quote-unquote, is being a man. So if you wanted to share some insight there. I mean, it kind of goes into uh, what people talk about constantly, which is social um, social norms and uh, gender roles. Um, so we kind of live in a society that's in between both. They want to eliminate gender roles, but at the same time, they want to emphasize munch on it um it, it's kind of like men versus uh females versus men mentality nowadays uh where feminism has kind of redefined itself it is uh becoming a new big thing um which some of them also do bring up context of how men are emotional and it causes them more stress and chances of getting higher um mental disorders and stuff like that uh due to stress because um, stress affects everything, just not mentally. It can break you down physically, too, um, for, for those of you guys who don't know. Um, but it, like I said, it's it changes over time on what it means to be a man. Um, now it's becoming more of being there for a child, um, helping out the woman, um, not basically following the rules of, of how sh- a wife should be at home, you know, cooking and cleaning the house. It's more of the men should do that, too. Um, but it's it's a tricky situation because you can always uh, do half of uh, I think relationships should be half. So basically, if she's the provider, then the least I could do is take care of the home, and vice versa. And I think it, it a lot of people take things out of content, so into kind of what favors them. Um, so like I said, back in the days, it may have been so. I'm not too sure because obviously I didn't live the era to say. Females were treated like shit, and they, all of them were housewives, and they were bad. And but it may be that it was just the norm. Fe- more men were working; it wasn't common for females to work. So that's kind of like it is. That was their fifty-fifty in a relationship. And a lot of third uh, world countries, people will consider quote unquote um, 
are like that. And Dominican Republic is still kind of the thing where the females ra- uh, females raised to be a housewife um, because the male would t- take care of everything. There's no reason for a female to work unless she wants to. Um, you know, that's at least how I was raised. Um, so that kind of... Let me add real quick. Um, you know, when we have conversations like this, you know, for whoever's listening, this is all strictly opinionated. Like, anybody who's getting butt hurt, that's completely on you. And I think, no, I, I think this really has to be said because that's there. the... Like, I think this is the reason why, like, I even I even have, like, the certain feelings I have towards these type of topics because when you go into the world, you got people that's really, they want to march based off of certain feelings that don't really affect their everyday life. You know what I'm saying? It just, it bothers them emotionally. So, that therefore, they feel like, oh, you're attacking my identity or you're attacking what I identify with and that has to be stopped because there's some type of injustice going on and and, and things like that. And, I, you know, I think that's... uh. That's a bit of an exaggeration, and you know people need to be able to prioritize and you know <clears throat> distinguish, like you know what's an actual attack on them and their their way of life versus somebody just disagreeing with your opinion and your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? So uh, definitely understand where you're coming from, and want to introduce a question to you guys. What up? In regards to um, what do you think is your role as far as what quote unquote being a man and. How do you shape yourself as far as your specific role based on what you were raised on how you're going to run your household, let's say, for instance, and I'll throw two scenarios. One, if you had been dating someone who's strong enough, for like, let's say a feminist who really believes that they can define their role by whatever they choose, if they want to be the biggest breadwinner or they want you to stay at home, how would you feel <coughs> on that? And then secondly, um, how would you raise your, 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 your future generations in regards to if you guys are going to be having kids in the future? How would you introduce that uh, basic e- education in regards to what, what's expected from the man and or the female? So I, I'll start off with Sai here. You can kind of give your insight a little bit, and then we'll circle back over to uh, C. So go ahead, Sai. Speak some truth. Um, I mean, looking for how I was raised, was, my dad was always with the provider. Um, my dad, I don't want to say he wasn't in my life, but when it comes to like me doing extracurricular activities, playing sports or anything like that, both my parents actually were always working, working, working. My mom was kind of more there emotion- for the emotional support, um, but my dad was basically the provider. He just worked, and he gave us the, gave us the funds to kind of just move on with life. Um, we did take vacations and stuff like that together. Um, but that was more of a, my mom's job, and it wasn't like something that was engraved in her that she had to do it. It was just how the relationship worked, and it goes again to the fifty-fifty. And um, I believe in that context. It's I don't mind. I I don't mind being the provider. If my wife doesn't want to work down the road, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with providing. Then I could be mad. But it, again, it's a fifty-fifty. If I'm providing and I'm busting my ass at work. At least I don't want to come home and just see the house being a mess. Because at that point, I'm going to have to also clean up after your mess. It's just not fair. And it's the same if she wanted to be the provider and she was working. She says, hey, stay home with the kids. As long as she has that part down packed, then I'll do the rest. I'll clean the house. I'll do the other stuff. Um, I'm okay with that. Again, the relationship is 50-50. Now, for example, if we don't have kids or anything like that and we're both working, that's fine as well. It makes no difference if she makes more money than me or I make more money than her. But, again... It's a balance. It's still going to be a balance. Hey, who's going to pay the car this month? Or who's going to pay the mortgage? Or who's doing what and what? It's a balance. Oh, today I'll cook. To- oh, no, today I'll cook. Today I'll wash the dishes, et cetera, et cetera. So my sense is I'm all for being the provider. But if she doesn't want to do it, then, you know, that's her choice. But that's the cards I'm playing on the table. So if you like the card, take it. If you don't, it's all about compromise. You never get what you want 100% in a relationship. 
you're all compromi- compromising some sense of form. It's, like I said, half and half. And then um, in regards to um, UWC, <coughs> how, how would you define your role? And um, talk a little bit about how that would come to be in regards to your upbringing. Um, you don't have to go into specifics, but just kind of give us a little bit of a play of how you came to understanding that. Um, I think my uh, comprehension of what it means to be a man definitely um, is more like a self-grown self-grown thing or self-growth, however you want to say that. Um, I really have too many men in my life. Not that I would consider men now, like more like overgrown children. But um, <laughs> wait, hold on, where, where I fucked up at? <laughs> Don't worry, he, he there was a landmine and he let you pass by. So just keep going. Don't want to mess up. All right, anyway, <laughs> no, I got it. I got it. But anyway, um, oh, men in my life. Okay, that's it. All right, so <clears throat> man, so look, chill before I get all home. I want a small fucker. All right, so look, um. Basically, like, from, from my perspective, I feel like it, uh, it takes a man to raise a man. And I think, um, depending on what your situation is, what the scenario is, you know, it all, um, I think it's subjective. So, like, say, like, in somebody's family, what it means to be a man for them is is different from somebody else. Like, obviously, there's certain, like, fundamental, you know, basics that they should all have in common. But I think, you know, it all, it all depends on, like, you know, what your scenario is. But most importantly, though, I think that... um. What it means to be a man is to be able to create men and capable women that aren't reliant on you for so long. So I think that like if I have children, if I have brothers and sisters and my role is the man in that house or that family, then um, basically I should be able to make them independent for themselves. So like if I die today, they should be able to, you know, hold it down for themselves. And I think that's what it really means to provide. Or if I got friends and I want to see them do good for me, create jobs for them. Make it so that they don't have to rely on me or anybody else. Like, I think that's what it means to be a man. Like, creating more men around you and, you know, basically creating that type of uh, productivity. I like I like the, the energy behind that. It's definitely respectful. And, and I kind of want to key into what you were just saying as far as be able to raise a man so he can treat a woman to also being, if I'm quoting you correctly, right. um, to, to be able to help not only, you know, yourself and what your environment's about, but the future generations. Um, my question, and this is um, just so we can get some clarity for the listeners, is um, in regards to you talked about how it, you had one specific thing, which is not having enough men in your life. How did you know what to do in that regards? And I know that you want to have a long-term vision and have that establishment, but how, how do you, let's say if you're speaking to a, an individual who had the same kind of upbringing, how do you <clears throat> communicate that to him if, if it does take a man to raise a man? Um, it's trial and error. It's, it's trial and error. When you don't have um, when you don't have the necessary uh, role models in your life, those are uh, you gotta make the mistakes yourselves. You know what I'm saying? So uh, how do I want to add on to that? Basically, uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think that says it all. You know, just trial and error. You gotta make the mistakes yourself. And not only that, like when you actually meet when you meet a real man, or when you meet real men, and you see the difference in their their body language, the way they move, the way they communicate. I think it's a world is a world difference. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like you're in a whole different world when you're talking to these guys because um you talk to certain people and they just they don't show those same characteristics and it's like it's really evident. Like a five year old could tell the difference. And and I think a big factor in that is that like you said, a real man is someone who basically can take a shitty situation. I feel like and make the best of it and make the best of it Burn and up. be the one in charge. So it's almost like a leader. Um, in a sense, a man. Is, during let's say a funeral or a catastrophe is supposed to take charge and figure shit out and make the best of it 
Um, so I think that that's kind of like a big pinpoint that everyone can kind of agree what makes a man is basically someone who's a finisher. You get me? Or a starter and be able to finish as much mess as possible and find solutions for things. I also want to add on because I think um, <clears throat> DC Captain might have, um, I think he flirted with the topic a little earlier, but um, it also takes a, a good woman, a good capable woman to, um, to, to make, not only make a good man, but to, to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like basically, like I guess influence those tendencies and stuff. Um, you know, I, I don't think I don't think a good man is possible without a good woman behind them or with them. You know what I'm saying? Like I think it's a perfect balance that needs to be established in a household, or just in your life in general. Even if the person's not immediately in your household, like being able to like you know contact me, able to rely on somebody that's like able to you know give you that uh give you those certain give, give you those certain um tips and and just help you in certain ways that only a female could. So, in a sense, do you feel the mother makes the makes the child a man or the father? Both. Because in a sense, let's take, for example, usually as a child, when a child hurts himself riding a bike or anything like that, right. the father is always get right, up and so try again. Let me again. stop you right there. Uh, that's like the perfect balance. If you got the over-nurturing mother that's, you know, kissing you and all that, you feel me? That's the love and affection you need. But if you got the father that's sitting here and pushing you, saying, get up, you know, stop being a little bitch, that's the perfect balance you need because you need to feel love. But at the same time, you need somebody to push you and make you feel as if, that's, you know, you could do it on your own. I think that's actually opposite with what you're saying. Cases I've seen. Okay. The, the father is just kind of like, up. okay, brush it off. But the mo- mother is always like, boys don't cry. Stop crying. I mean, it, 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 I think that's, you know, it depends on who you're, who you're dealing with. But my thing is, when, I, when I'm speaking gender roles, <clears throat> it doesn't matter who does it as long as someone does it. Now, the thing is, it's more common that a man does it because usually men have that, like, bravado about them. I think but not. really, like, sometimes in relationships, sometimes in relationships, you do have the mother that's, you know, they go harder than the father. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got the father that's a little too laid back and you got the mother that wants their son to be the macho man. So it's like, I don't think it really matters how um, who really plays that role as long as the role is played because everybody's family dynamic is different. You're not going to walk into no, every yeah, single I house can, I can agree and see that. that same thing. Like you, I, I've, I've seriously, like just from boxing, like I've seen certain mothers going there, you know what I'm saying? And they cheering on their son like, yo, fuck that dude up <laughs> where, the son, where the dad is just like, yo, don't worry, it's all right, you feel me, chill out, ain't that serious, like, depending on who you're dealing with, it's all different personalities. No, I can, I can highly you know agree I mean? on that, and, and especially from, from my experience, like, I was a, I was always fighting in middle school, and I, you can reference that, I mean, you weren't there for majority of fights, but you saw, you went yeah. like a good three, no. um, being raised, but one thing is, is that basically, if I was to go home, and my mom found out if I fought, she'd be like, did you fuck him up? It wasn't so much my dad. My dad was like, oh, he just fought. It is what it is. Boys will be boys. In a sense, my mom was like, did you fuck him up? If not, tomorrow, you better go fuck him up. Mm-hmm. Um, until it became like a norm that I was just fighting every day. My mom just thought, I was like, what the fuck are you fighting yeah. for? Um, but it was in a sense. And she was like, if someone messed with you, fuck him up. And see, I don't, have, was, a, I don't have a problem with that because I feel like, you know, sometimes you need somebody to give you that little edge and let you know that you can be more than what you are already. And then sometimes you need somebody to know have you slow down and let you know that like y'all like you know get out the fast lane for a second and you know evaluate your surroundings for a second so um i think like i said i think that balance is very very important out like don't get me wrong like you know single parents do it sometimes and sometimes people are more than capable of being single parents alone but i don't think a single parent can ever be better than two good parents or two great parents oh, of course of course I, so, I, I i can agree on that i think um when it comes to single parents though i feel like the child learns to be something he doesn't want to be or he becomes what he doesn't want to be. Um, in a sense, because some cases, if the if 
the separation of the parents didn't go well and it is toxic the whole life, it's kind of like always pointing fingers on who's at fault and the child never really learns from that or doesn't know what it is, it is to have the balance of a perfect figure. Um, and in a sense, too, I feel like because that figure is missing, some parents go above and beyond to try to show that child what it is to so be you that figure. So you got a lack of parental uh, supervision, right? And like stability? Is sometimes. that what you're pointing at? Sometimes. Because so, so in a sense of like... I don't see how that could be the child's fault ever. No, it's not not the child's fault, but I'm saying, you know, the, the parents <coughs> play a huge impact on it, even if they're single or um, together. So it's kind of, like I said, it's that balance. Like, for example, like I said, my dad wasn't always there when it comes to playing sports or anything like that, but he was there financially. And I like, it was like that fear that you knew that... You don't fuck with dad. When dad comes home, if he tells you to do something, you just fucking did it. And no, it's not like he beat me or anything like that. Probably done once or twice, you know, but it was always my mom. But it's like, we knew not to fuck with our dad. It's just yeah. it's just something that just naturally was there that it, I learned that from my mother. And then it was replicating. I learned to replicate things from my dad because of my mother, the way she pushed me to do it. Um, in a sense, what do you think of children um nowadays when it comes to bullying and fighting and stuff like that like in my in my context i feel like children should all get aggravated in some sense or have a fight and deal with it not deal with it essentially but go through at least once in life so they can learn and experience that life isn't fair um and in my opinion <clears throat> fighting is healthy now you know everything should be done with moderation obviously you shouldn't be out here trying to you know fight anybody because you will meet your match but um I think right now, especially, you know, when you can, like, us being animals, because, you know, a lot of people have a problem admitting that humans are animals, but that's exactly what we are. We're, we're probably the only animal in the animal kingdom right now with this whole, um, yeah. I guess, like, fear to fight, really. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. You are praising predators, but it's like, you know, fighting is a healthy, it's healthy. It's physically healthy for us. Like, you need that stress sometimes. You can't always be at peace because realistically, you know, we take this back to tribal times or whatever. And don't get me wrong. It's probably a bad example because we're not there. But if you end up in the wrong environment and you don't have particular street smarts or you just can't physically handle yourself, that can be the death of you because the law will not always be there for you. And, um, you know what I'm saying? There's not always going to be somebody there to intervene and, you know, save your ass. So, I think it's very important that people know how to fight because, you know, what happens if you're out with your family one day, you know, grown-ass man, and something happens with somebody else, and y'all get into an altercation, and now, you know, basically a situation that could have just been a regular fight resulted in you getting killed because you couldn't physically, you wasn't physically capable of handling that. But you know I, what I mean? I think it's all on a sense, sense, uh, tense of your safety net. So... You can say what makes a bigger man? Someone who walks away or someone who no, I'm not talking about defends his pride I don't, I don't or even, his ego and fights for... That's the thing. I don't... I don't like, right now, the example I'm trying to get at, I don't really care about the bigger man. Of course, that's always a factor in like situations like that. But what I'm trying to say is I think fighting is healthy because there's always going to be a time where someone steps to you or they think that they can step, you know, step on your toes or just, you know, walk right through you. And there has to be a time when you say, like, no, nah, that's not going to happen. And you stand your ground, even if you're not necessarily beating them. Like, you feel me? Like, at the end of the day, a bully would rather bully someone who's not going to fight back versus somebody who's going to give him work every single time. Because even if you beat his ass, if he's going to make you work for it every single time, you're going to be like, you know what, man? This takes too much effort. It's not worth the trouble. I'm going to go bully somebody who's not going to give me the trouble. 
I can agree on that, but I think it it, it kind of stops at a certain age, and like I said, it goes back to the context of yeah, because it gets more think, serious. But I, I mean, I, that's still a, a, uh, an important life lesson. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I feel like every child should at least go through it with <clears> once. <throat> like bullies, there's certain certain times you can walk away, um, and if that person's never gonna affect you again, then it is what it is. Be the bigger person and walk away. You don't have to challenge that person. But if this this is constantly going to happen, for example, the bully is going to constantly bully you, I think you have to step up at least once or twice and show that you're not afraid or that you'll take dominance. Even if you are afraid, you have to fight the person just to prove a point that, hey, I'm not going to let it. And that's a perfect example with me was people used to crack jokes and stuff like that. And then it used to get too personal. And then people used to try to step up with me and think I was just going to let it squash. Like, no, I may not fuck you up and I may not win the fight, but I'm going to punch you in your face. I'm going to get my hits in, as people say. And it, and it eventually became a balance where it's like, all right, we're not really going to fuck with Josh unless we really, really want to because he <clears> fights <throat> back. So I'm going to fuck with someone else. Right. And that's something I learned. And then now nowadays, it's like, I won't really get into a counter unless you really put me in a situation where it's like life or death. Type yeah. of like I'm just going to walk away. Like, I'm probably never going to deal with you again. <clears throat> it is what it is. But if I have to, like, again, it's the whole bully concept. If I constantly have to deal with you, even if you're an employee, coworker, or something like that, and you're going to try to step on me, like, no, I'm going to shut you down in right. shape or form. And let me add on real quick, because I know we, like, we kind of going all over the place. Like, when I say this, um, like, the whole fighting is healthy thing, like, fighting doesn't always have to be physical. You know what I'm saying? So like you people got you got people that like verbally bully you and all that stuff. And I'm not I'm not dismissing that bullying doesn't happen. I just think that it's necessary for, you know, healthy growth. Like it makes you more of a man when you're able to stand up for yourself. Cause now when you get older and now you like it could be, you know, the uh like the bank. They took out money they wasn't supposed to take. And I was like, Oh, you gonna let that slide or you gonna go get your money? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna like brush it off? Like, you know what, man, like it's inconvenient. I don't really wanna do that. Or you gonna stay on your ground and be like, yo, that's my money, I work for that, I'm gonna go get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's little things like that that go a long way. Like, that builds character. It lets you know that, like, yo, like, I don't care. The biggest institutions ain't going to take it from me. Or, like, you feel me? The IRS on your ass. Or, like, the, you feel me? Police officer give you an um, unlawful ticket. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to, like, go through, are you going to take the convenient route because that's the easier thing to do and you don't want to take the, don't get me wrong, you got to choose your fights sometimes. But I'm just saying, like, as far as developing that character, like, sometimes you got to know when to step up to big brother or step up to, you know, that bully and say, like, yo, like, it's not going to go down like that. And even if you lose, you know what I'm saying? Like, next time you'll come in with a better game plan because you know how to work it, unless you get discouraged, but, you know. No, yeah, yeah. So it's in the sense of, like, um, depending on where you live, like, for example, the neighborhood, uh, you know, a couple people live in. Um, you might sometimes get harassed by police all the time. And it's like, it gets to a point where it's like, if that's going to repeatedly happen, you got to step up your, your ground somehow. It should, uh, by you know, the way, I don't want to like go too deep into that because like, we talking about how to be a man, but just go on, I'm going to let you go with that real quick. Because no, yeah, we're going to completely like, get sidetracked. Well, <laughs> that, that police conversation, you already no, know yeah, how that goes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, so, that's for the next episode. But yeah. We'll, we'll keep it moving. But yeah, it's, it's like, things aren't, Things aren't black and white. Like, you don't know it's an issue until you expose there's an issue. And then people just kind of just let it rock. Um, so, yeah, I think as a self-developing, even not even for men, for females, it's you have to get into fights. You have to get into altercations, either verbally, physically, mentally, to grow. And not you only I mean? that. You, you only grow if you've been through some shit. And not only that, you know, even in a relationship, that shit is healthy. You feel me? Like, nobody is ever, like, happy when... All right, for example, you know how, like, when you're talking to a female, like, you're going out with one, or, like, it, it could even be a family member, like, 
y'all can't be on good terms all the time. That shit gets boring. And not only that, it's like, y'all don't, like, it's good to be able to go back and, you know, like, disagree with somebody and build character that way. So you like getting hit sometimes. That's what it is. No, I'm not talking about the domestic violence <laughs> you shit. You like getting smacked sometimes. I, I, like, I, you motherfucking, <laughs> fuck you, bitch. I, I, I ain't talking about the domestic violence, but, you know, just you the like disagreements. Like, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, <laughs> Let me find out. Let me stop. But um, I kind of like how we went there. Um, Just to, to, to define a little bit more about what, what my perspective was. Um, and it kind of plays off of what both of you spoke about, you know, with me at least. Um, coming from a single family household and um, not having that specific male figure in my life um, early on, at least, um, it was it was a very difficult thing. But one thing that I did learn is, in my opinion, moving forward, is you define your role. Don't let the role define you. So if your mother is the person that takes care of the household, that cleans um, Monday through Friday, but dad takes care of it on the weekend. If that's what you want your role to be when you grow up and you have your household, then that's what you're going to live by. If you want to grow up and you want to, you know, not have the best relationship with your dad because you didn't talk to them or your mom or whatever may be the case. Like, for instance, with me, it was with my dad didn't have the best relationship, but that didn't disqualify me as, you know, understanding what what's important to be a father figure or to be a man. And, and I think in, in my opinion, being a man is what you define what a man is. So being a man might be being the macho guy in the room who's going to knock everybody out. And that's cool. But in, in my opinion, and it's kind of funny how Sai said it is, you know, it depends on what you define it to be. And, and when, when it comes to that time when you are tested, whether it's within a fight or a situation where you have to understand what you believe in and someone's going to push, you know, put up or shut up, you shouldn't need your parents or anyone around you to tell you whether or not you should fight. You know, fight or flight, it's all built into us, whether you're going to defend who it you believe in, you know what I mean? And I think it's uh, it's a beautiful point you make. It's self-accountability, and I think that definitely makes a man. It's taking responsibility for the shit you do or the shit you got into and uh, reacting on it. Um, Like he says, it's just basically you know when to do things. You have to understand, did you put yourself in that situation or you're getting put in that situation? But at the end of the day, you got to take accountability on what you're going to do. Yeah. For sure. And um, one thing I want to add, too, is um, with the whole relationship gender role thing, um, you know, being a man doesn't mean that, you know, you got to rule the house with an iron fist and all that. Like, I think it's more about, you know, um, finding that perfect balance in the relationship, like everybody, you know, playing their roles and shit. Because, uh, like, there's a lot of guys out here that think that, you know, females are supposed to be subjected to them. And, you know, I think that is more of a, you know supposed to be like a perfect marriage type of thing like all right like you know somebody does this somebody does that and it say like if it's 60 40 and y'all okay with that like that really works for y'all and like y'all can live you know productive lives like that that's fine 70 30 that's fine even 80 20 you know what i'm saying but it just has to work for y'all but if you're in a relationship where you know a female thinks that you know she not doing enough or you're not doing enough it's never gonna work like that you know what i'm saying so um you know, I just want to add that because me personally, that's not how I carry myself. Like, I don't ever try to force anybody to do anything they don't want to do. And and definitely <clears throat> talking about the gender roles thing. I mean, I think the biggest problem we have in society, and I feel like from my personal experience, is that when men fight or boys fight, they'll fight and they'll probably fight a couple more times. Or maybe they fight that one time, but they'll probably become boys or they'll under have a mutual agreement. Right. When it comes to females... They'll have like this spite for the rest of their life on this chick until like they grow up and have a different mentality, but they hold grudges against each other. I think that's a maturity thing, though. And and it definitely, I yeah, I I can agree on that. Um, I definitely agree on that point. Immaturity (laughs) does a lot to people because I can say for for a fact that there's been some people that I wanted to squash some some shit 
I'm recatching the fade like on the spot, but there's also been situations where you can't put a price on being too petty. You know what I mean? And that could be like posting some shit up or, or you know, psychologically mm-hmm. fucking with them at work, so on and so forth. So I just want to add that point. But um, yeah, maturity, immaturity. Sure, hey. When we talking, let me uh, get this real quick. When you talking rationale, like even even for females, um, it don't take much to say you know it's not worth it and walk away as much as you don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that guys are better than that than females, but it's like it goes both ways. Like, at the end of the day, um, you know, you gotta be able to pick and choose your battles and know when to, when to stop entertaining something. And personally, like that whole back and forth shit is too stressful. Like, you mean to tell me you got so much free time that like that's the best thing, or that's the most entertaining aspect of your life? Like, really? Like, I think that's corny as hell. So you know, if you out here beefing over petty drama and shit, and it ain't like you know, it ain't something serious about like you know your living situation or your money or the health and well-being of your family members and children and shit, you need to knock that shit off because that shit is really corny. So what? What? So let me let me, let me pitch a scenario on this for both of you guys. Um, let's say, for instance, because people change. We got to be real for with sure. that. People change. Time, time, does time change as well. Exactly. So someone you, you, you might have fallen in love with the first couple of years, you know, you guys are good, everything is tight, might not be the same person you'll have in the conversation within five years from now. Okay. So let's say if something happens and you are caught up in some drama like that where it's back and forth, how will you handle that? Especially if the person that you're with all of a sudden gets so toxic that they want to be petty with you. And it's first first thing first, are they trying to work it out? Do they want to argue or do they want to work it out? Because at the end of the day, as much as I want to solve a problem, if you don't want to meet a, if you don't want to find a solution with me, a solution will not be found. So that's the first thing that needs to be established. Like, are we going to find a solution or are we going to argue about this? Because if we're going to argue about it, there's no reason for us to be together. But if we're going to find a solution, then we can work this out. And I, I, I think a, a big factor in that is, again, is the maturity level. Um, in a sense of, and like I said, you want to know if you're going to figure it out. Is it, are we trying to fix the relationship and point out each other's flaws to fix them? Or do you just want to be right and you want to, Break each other down, yeah. Break each other down, like, yeah, I'm right, motherfucker. Like, okay, you're right. I fucked up. Now, what are you gonna do about it? It's it's really that sense. Like, are you gonna get mad at me? Be better. Are you gonna break up with me? Or are you gonna tell me how to fix it? Or are we gonna talk about it and compromise? But in a sense of, I I feel like especially for females, um, they get a lot of ideas of how they should be treated by society, especially their friends. Oh, my man does this. Oh, my man does that. Oh, your man doesn't do that. Oh, I don't think you should be with him. Like, it's all on how you guys are happy. Like I said, a 60-40 relationship, 7-20, 50-50, Like, it's how you want that relationship to work and what makes each other happy. You get me? But um, one thing is, like I said, self-accountability. Is sure. Are you taking most of the hit or are you not? But you got to identify... Am I fucking up right now, or what am I doing that's fucking up this relationship? Right, right. By the way, um, before you go real quick, for any females that are listening to this, if you try and get on the show and talk, because I know it's only guys right now, y'all probably feel like we might be talking a whole lot of bullshit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, you're more than welcome to, you know, bring that ass over here and catch this work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's, that's all day, every day, because at the end of the day, that's what we do. We love talking. We love debating. And, you know... 
we we can settle some differences, maybe or maybe not. You know what I'm saying? But like, if you feel like you got something to say and you don't agree what we're talking about, you know, definitely get in touch and we can work something out. Definitely, definitely, we'll have an open platform for all people who want to be part of the conversation. Like I said before, we do make a podcast about a lot of things. But um, for me, you know, I've been in probably the longest relationship out of the three of us. Is, Thing we're going for on sure. almost nine years. One thing, um, <laughs> give it sure. a take, right? Actually, where my degree at? <laughs> um, certified, good relationship. No, um, one thing that I've that, that's helped me last so long is you know, and I learned this probably like two, three years into my relationship where it was really tested and we weren't together all the time anymore. I, we were living pretty far apart, and I can only see um, her, let's say, once, once a weekend, maybe once a month. Um, so when you get caught up on some petty shit or something happens and you're really going at it, you do ask yourself like, hey, is this worth it? Is this worth the, 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 the distance and so on and so forth? But um, one thing that's helped me is you always remember why you got with that person in the first place. Always remember that person who, for who they are because you will be caught up in a lot of situations when you know you're wrong and um, you know that um, in your situation that you, you're the one that's being petty, but sometimes you're acting off emotion and you can't control yourself or you did something stupid. So if the other person is like, oh, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. You did something stupid. And they're also acting off emotion. Sometimes it's better for you to cool off, not talk to that person for a little bit and then revisit the conversation. But you should never be afraid to fight for what you believe in in regards to the person that you're with. Um, and I've been put in a lot of situations where I've done a lot of dumb shit, but um and so as my partner and no matter what happens no conversation is going to fix it you just have to you know compromise which is a big one for these relationships lasting plus five years is knowing what you're signing up for both at the moment and long term and being able to go to that place at any moment in your fight or at any moment to to a cool off and give that person another chance or b understand where where this is going you know what i mean so well i don't know what you guys think about that and i i think in a sense is is um, to be a, in a healthy relationship, I feel like life in general and relationships have to be goal-oriented um, in a sense of if you're just dating and you just kind of don't have anything you guys are inspiring for, you're just in a relationship just for the title and just to follow society norms. There's nothing you guys are working towards up. So it's just you'll, you'll end up just basically pick uh, picking at each other her flaws that you guys have and don't ever want to fix it because you guys have no aspirations together. There's nothing that you guys share but this title that you guys are in a relationship. Alright, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna add on to that. Um, and this probably sounds cliche. I hate, um, I hate taking these approaches, but you know, of course, you know, it's, it's necessary. Um, you gotta have a good relationship with yourself. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, if you don't respect yourself, no one else is ever gonna respect you. Major killer, right there. Um, you you have to be able to respect yourself because at the end of the day, like if you can't even, if you don't have standards for yourself, how can anybody, you know, respect those standards or you know, um, live up to your expectations? You know what I'm saying? You probably don't even have expectations if you don't have standards for yourself. You probably just you know taking it as is, and it might be all nice and jolly at first, but it's not gonna stay that way at all. Especially because I'm pretty sure most people are not attracted to people who are not goal oriented. Even if you're a bum, I don't care if you're a motherfucking, if you live in a basement and you know, you unemployed and you know, you just, you have a lot of things not going on for you and stuff like that. But yeah, like as long as you got goals, 
I guarantee you, like, somebody going to have love for you out there. Somebody going to stand by you as long as you're showing and you're putting in the effort. Not just talking about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, really showing the effort. And I think that's also what goes into being a man because, like, you know, sometimes everybody going to take down moments and, you know, you're going to be, you're going to hit rock bottom sometimes. But as long as you're able to brush that off, get back up, you know, start thugging again, like, you're going to be all right. You know what I mean? But, uh. Oh, that's, that's definitely for sure. It's basically, it's someone hustling, you know. They know what they want. Even if they're not doing it right or doing something, they're working towards something. And you're going to get there. You're going to get there eventually. No matter, <clears throat> no one's going to stop you. you get you're me? looking for like, something, you're going to find it. You're there. Like, it's, it's one thing having a skill, like basically me just going around and be like, yo, I'm going to be an NBA star. Like, yeah, I could work. I'll probably be better at basketball. I may not be an NBA star, but I'm definitely going to put in the work to get as close as possible at the moment. Um, and people will grow in that I mean, sense. I, I, just going I, I, with I the flow with, is not, never going to get you anywhere. I disagree with that. Now, you know, realistically, how many people willing to put in this work? Probably not a lot, but it's like, yo, if you really like, if you could find a situation where you got somebody financially supporting you, so it's like, all right, like, you know, somebody houses you and you don't got to worry about bills and shit. And now, you know, you literally in the gym like 16 hours a day for like the next two years and shit. Ain't no way you're going to, like, somebody could tell me that, you know, you're not going to be NBA, at least, you know, at least like G League, D League ready. If you're working with personal trainers, working out every day, literally like your lifestyle, like shooting hoops in the morning is your morning coffee, you know what I'm saying? While other people driving to work, while other people sleeping, you know, that's what you're doing. So I think it really depends on, you know, how hard you grind it. Um, importantly, important too, I think that it should be um, stated. Um, being a being a good man, being a being a real man, I think you need to be able to uh you know, pass down a healthy work ethic. I think it's in a sense of passion. I think passion drives everything because it's like you may want to do something, but are you really like I said, it's putting in all that extra work while everyone's sleeping and everything like that. That has to be a drive that you are a hundred percent sure that you want to do it. It's passion. You get me? Like I can picture, I would love to be an NBA star just because of cool, the fame, being famous, playing for a team. It's awesome. But I know I don't have the passion, nor the worth ethic to get all of that done. So even, like I said, even.